0: Hey, so we got a great show coming up today but before we get going i want to remind everybody that it's more important to ever to follow us on other platforms so don't just watch us on youtube don't just watch us on facebook you have to follow us onto other platforms most notably library slash odyssey both of them at forward slash at the liberty advisor same thing with bit same thing with float same thing with d live um you know also a text message opt-in if you want to text liberty advisor one word no spaces to the number is 71441 again in the number field that you're going to dial a number to somebody put that as 71441 and then in the subject put liberty advisor and then that will get you on the text opt-in you'll also be sent a free copy of my ebook that's probably the one i'd recommend the most and then also heading to the libertyadvisorshow.com we'll have all the links to you know if you want to join the tim and john show community where there's hundreds of people already there where it's all the the articles that I save on a daily basis all the articles John Snyson saves on a daily basis are all on our discord and then within the discord there's an article section to see all that but anyways you've got hundreds of people on there so highly recommend you guys check that out all of those links can be found at the libertyadvisorshow.com and then in the very near future if you're watching this in might already to be the future uh where we will have all different show links so you know if you see us referencing a whole bunch of different articles and uh different videos and different websites we will have those links on the website uh, just as a you know a good place for you guys to remember so that's the liberty advisor if you're interested in working with me that's the liberty Advisor.com. two different websites for different purposes but anyways thank you guys so much and hope you enjoy the upcoming show we have for you coming shortly thank you well, thank you everyone for uh, listening to the intro, and and I also want to point out that a lot of our videos we are uh, only going to be up the, on YouTube for like a week or so, maybe three days. So make sure you watch them right away, and better yet, subscribe to us on other platforms. So we are taking these down so that way we're not, you know, going to be found in the same situation that a lot of our friends have been found in. But anyways, welcome everyone to another live edition of the Tim and John Show, uh, and we are going to try to standardize going live every Tuesday and Thursday. And also want to point out that uh, you know that these sh- shows actually that's part of this mention. Yeah, yeah, make sure you don't, don't just watch this on YouTube. YouTube. And yeah, but, but yeah, there's a, a lot, lot. Uh, you know we could be talking about today. We could be you know wasting time talking about the election. We could we be talking be, about all the, the upcoming economic news, news which we'll, we'll probably be doing do uh, on the next Tim and John show. show. But today I wanted to really focus on the bigger picture, and that's how basically legalese has you know pretty much made you know everyone in the United States you know slaves or USA Inc. And this is not a subject I necessarily call myself an expert in, but I did have a gentleman, Eric Schein, who reached out to me and by coincidence, uh, Eric was on Ernest Hancock's show back when Ernie was doing the show from my studio, and then the other guest that day in the morning was actually John Sison, so it's kind of funny that here we are, all three of us are here, I guess without Ernie, and then uh, I believe Mr. Shine saw our episode with Melody Krell, which was, you know, been giving you know, rave reviews, and uh, Melody, in case you're watching this, I know you've watched you know, a few of the recent episodes, I want to give you a shout out, and uh, basically everybody told me that I needed to shut the fuck up, and I needed to let Melody talk more, so I know with that aside, I'm going to give uh, Eric a quick Little bio. He can let us know where I was wrong, where I fill up, where he needs to fill in the gaps. I stole this from Ernie, so if it's wrong, you can blame him. But anyways, Eric shine was congressionally nominated and presidentially appointed to the United States Merchant Marine Academy at Kings Point in New York, where he graduated in 1991. Eric worked for a ton of different shipping companies and eventually sued several of these companies, who were also military contractors. And for doing so, he caught the attention of Archie Morgan, who is the airport heir apparent to, you guessed it, the Morgan dynasty. And Archie. If I understand, understand that correctly, correctly, wrote a letter to the Coast Guard one or, one of, or one of his people wrote a letter to the Coast Guard that Eric prosecuted within what turned out to eventually be revealed in 2008 as a military tribunal brought against Eric not only – not only not as a naval officer which would still be inappropriate but instead as a civilian so we'll have him let us know the uh, importance of that but anyways we're gonna ask eric how we got into all this mess how he ended up getting entangled with you know the likes of archie morgan and please you know, let us know you know what else we forgot about your bio or what we messed up and uh the floor is yours sir
1: thank you uh hello tim john listeners um i went to i was like you said uh congressionally nominated out of san diego uh, a couple of congressmen down there had nominated me uh, in one year and i didn't follow it up because i was still drinking and uh finally got sober and even throughout all of this i've actually been um sober 36 years now uh since august 7th of uh, this year it's been 36 years Um, But with that said, uh, I got sober and reapplied and got back into and was nominated and appointed to Kings Point, uh, attended, graduated, came out as a naval officer on special duty in the United States Merchant Marine, where they want us embedded in the Merchant Marine to where if we have a natural catastrophe, if we go to war, um, for whatever reason necessary, Uh, If the Navy needs to step in and commandeer these ships or protect these ships for either economic or warfare, economic purposes or warfare purposes, um, they activate our commission, our Naval Commission, and then we become a liaison on board to the Navy uh, in control of that um, commercial uh, asset. And there's all kinds of other stuff that gets into it, but um, we, we work on what are called shipping articles. They were enacted in 1791 general maritime and admiralty law is constitutional uh, in nature Uh, it's on par with the constitution Uh, it's above federal statutory law and it it's now been stuffed under administrative law and that's one of the things i reached out to you about to talk about was the unitary executive which is something that bush uh, mentioned 95 times throughout his presidency and attached to executive orders the unitary executive is basically making the executive branch um, a king, for want of a better term, uh, a monarch, uh, to where he can do anything he wants. He has all the executive power vested in him, and uh, executive orders are lawful orders, which they're not supposed to be. Um, there's a really good book out on this, which gets into administrative law, Um and, and our constitutions, both state and federal, were set up to prohibit and avert uh, the use of administrative law. That's why we have the separation of powers doctrine. That was a foundational doctrine here in the United States, uh, which gives us an Article I uh, legislative, an Article Two, executive, and an Article Three, judicial. Um, one of the things that uh, when Amy Coney Barrett was um, questioned at her confirmation proceedings, uh, she mentioned or she was queried by n- none other than Kamala Harris about uh, administrative law and also something called the Chevron deference. The Chevron deference is uh, court precedence, uh, it's court made law where they ruled that the courts, like whether it's a circuit appellate or federal district, they have to give leeway uh, or deference to an executive branch article Two court. So we have all these administrative courts that are nothing but police commissions. And in my circumstances, it was more of a military police commission. They charged and prosecuted me. They charged me in 2003, held on to me for five years, and then prosecuted me in a federal fusion center in Long Beach in room 5150, where they were trying to prove that I was medically mentally incompetent. They stole medical records, falsified medical records, tried to connect connect me to Timothy McVeigh. Uh they put up you want to go,
0: go over like the uh you know, I was having an echo issue, but do you want to go over the significance of 5150 for the people out there? I mean, that's what sure. they used to uh basically uh medicate Kanye a
1: few years ago, I believe. Exactly, and that's where Uh, They have this new program, too, called PERT, which is Psychological Emergency Response Team. San Diego was one of the uh, pilot areas where they did this with the local police, where they send the police out with a psychiatrist. It's the state's psychiatrist. So basically, they can um, ruin your life because anytime you uh, get involved with a psychiatrist, I mean, psychiatry is not a real science. It's, uh, you know... uh, no matter what you feel about Scientologists, they are adamantly against psychiatry. These guys, the American Psychiatry Association, uh, to come up with new things in their diagnostic and statistics manual, they do a raise of hands in a meeting up in San Francisco. But 5150 is a mental health code Uh, out here in California. Van Halen had a song 5150, there's a drink 5150 um but it's almost a, a real good movie that gets into this um and i hate to use movies as a but you know it's a graphic example or a good portrayal of uh, for people to understand the concept uh, called the changeling that had angelina jolie as the star and it was based on um history uh, real events in los angeles called the chicken coop murders which involved pedophilia and where angelina jolie's character that she portrayed um, had her son kidnapped. And the police went ahead and returned her son to her. They found him supposedly, and it turned out it's not her son. She complains and she was put in a mental ward uh, for complaining. And that is something that uh, has gone on for a very long time and still goes on today. That's what I, you know, a, a branch of military that I'm not in, that is not supposed to be a branch of military Used military JAG officers to prosecute me for quote unquote being depressed, uh, seize medical records, try to force me under an unlawful psych exam. Uh, we even went to um, a psych exam with an attorney that had been forced upon me by the pre existing defendants from uh, federal district court, the shipping companies and the labor union. And you can only imagine how corrupt they are. Uh, the, the shipping companies have been around since the 1800s, Matson is one. American President lines is another. Uh, APL involves Archie Morgan. He was working for them. Archie Morgan is the heir apparent of, you know, J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan came to the United States, helped incite the Civil War, helped fund both sides of the Civil War, profited from both sides of the Civil War, took down American financial houses prior to, in the midst of, and after the Civil War. Uh, one of the things that you wanted to talk about today was the act of, uh, the General Act of 1871, uh, which, you know, J.P. Morgan was involved in all of this. His son, J.P. Morgan Jr. Uh, signed the Federal Reserve Act of 1913. And you can go into a whole long litany of what these, and and they are nothing less than agents for the crown, the British German Royal Crown, uh, who have been playing in our politics, playing in our lives uh, to the point now where, Uh, Wilson was the first proponent uh, for administrative law. Um, He actually went to Prussia and studied it under Bismarck and came to the United States uh, or brought it back here. Uh, He wrote a bunch of treatises on it. Um, And that's one of the reasons why he became president. But he also started the, um, not the United Nations, but the League of Nations or whatever. Uh, Also the Federal Reserve Act of 1913, there's a couple other, and and administrative law, of course. Um, But Roosevelt really pushed the envelope with administrative law. Um, Much of this was created in the 1940s in the middle of World War II. Uh, Some of it came from World War I and the time in between World War I and World War II. But it's the same administrative law that allowed Prussia to take over the German federations and German republics and marry them all together under one. It's one reason why Wilson went there to study it in Prussia under Bismarck, under the crown, uh, and it's been brought here to the United States, and the separation of powers doctrine no longer applies. Um, administrative law marries the legislative uh, duties of the legislative branch and the judicial duties of the Article Three judicial branch under the Article II executive branch, which is law enforcement and or the military. And in my my situation, they've actually taken Title X, the Uniform Code of Military Justice, the UCMJ, taken it out of the DOD, which they cannot do. It cannot be separated from the Department of Defense. It is the Department of Defense. It is the law that was created to contain the Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marine Corps in the Department of Defense, which was uh, uh, created after the Department of War was shuttered in the midst or at the end of, and just after World War II. And the Coast Guard was put out under Title 14 and Title V, the Administrative Procedure Act was created specifically for the Coast Guard to protect the Coast Guard's personnel as civil servants their due process rights just like the ucmj was supposed to do for the military the uniform code of military justice was created to be uniform so it was the same for the army the navy the air force and the marine corps and the same people in uniform would apply it to the same people in the same uniform uh, so as to be uniform for that service but also with all other branches of the military the coast guard is now saying it comes under its own version of title 10 in the UCMJ that posse comitatus does not apply to that posse comitatus, which was enacted about 10 years after the civil war, because the North used the military to impose itself upon the South after, uh, the, the, the peace was settled, um, to be the, the, the civilian government, much like what, um, happened in crossing the Rubicon in Rome when, uh, uh, Julius Augustus caesar uh took his military crossed the rubicon and into rome and used the military to take over rome and replace all of its uh, senators and civilian government with his military personnel it's a military coup d'etat um that is what's going on here in the united states and has been for some time they've used the uh cover of war and even the 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 um National Security Land Bridge under the umbrella of national security to, you know, with the rat line in the Catholic Church. I was born and raised a Catholic, um, but I realized that there's something, you know, a little bit more sinister going on in the Holy Roman Catholic Church or the Roman Empire uh, that still exists and persists to this day. Um, But they were involved in taking many Nazis, uh, SS officers and more from Nazi Germany here into the United States to serve us and or our various administrations. One of the things that even Eisenhower was knighted by the crown, uh, the uh, German, the, the Royal British German crown of England, and uh, not just Eisenhower, um, but many others have been knighted. The first Coast Guard command that was uh, named in 1915, uh, Admiral Berthoff was also knighted by the king of England. And when you start looking into all of this stuff and tracing all the roots back, being knighted and or receiving a title from a foreign royal uh, government is not a good thing. Our founders were adamantly against it. They passed the Titles of Nobility Act in 1806. Uh, The British, in response to that, came into the United States, burned the White House because it was the repository uh, the Wreck vote on Nobility Act of 1806. Um, because of that, uh, they covered it up. Uh, the titles of Nobility Act was to prohibit and preclude anyone, any American, from taking not just land or property, and that's gone on as well, or money, but even simple titles um, from the crown. And being knighted is one of those titles. And our founders would have been adamantly opposed to it. Um, uh, one thing that's bothered me about the recent, uh, nomination and appointment of, and confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett is, um, she's a Rhodes Scholar, uh, oh, man, much like man. Bill, huh? I said, Oh
0: man, I, I didn't even realize that that she was a Rhodes Scholar.
1: Yeah. Uh, just like, surprising, uh, eh? wow. just like, just like Bill Clinton and Bill Clinton was also nominated to be the Lord Warden of the Sink Ports, which is a much higher title than being knighted being knighted is being a foot soldier to to some degree uh, you get knighted for service to the crown uh, is John still there or did he um
0: yeah he's he has been oh, there we go out every every no, now but, now, my... but he, he is still there yeah. uh, but I did does the does the title's abilities does that extend to bar lawyers as well like the, well that's or...
1: a another interesting point because they have it's almost like the Catholic church speaking in Latin in church to where that nobody knows what they're saying. Very few people speak Latin um, who are Catholic and who are parishioners. There, there are few. Um, but it gets into this whole system of um, being in a system that we can't control that it's so specialized and so specific that um, it's, it, you could know the law, but practicing the law is not the same thing as knowing and understanding the law. Excuse me, how to get a drink of water there. No, um,
0: man, yeah, you were going on a roll, so I didn't want to stop you. So.
1: Yeah, no, and I'll keep rolling. But um, now if you got some questions or um, you want to throw I mean, some. I did in, have
0: some questions like uh, Kamala Harris and the Chevron <laughs> deference and exactly what the Chevron oh. deference and the questioning that she was uh, – that you were alluding to. Well, about. basically
1: I think she was trying to get the nod from Amy Coney Barrett on that she believed in the unitary executive. That, you know, like me, I was actually in federal district court, they filed a what amounts to a cross complaint, it's not really called that but they filed a complaint against me, and brought to to quash the civil complaints step on the civil complaints, pull me out of the Article three judiciary, and pull me into the Article two executive branch, and what turned out to be not just a police commission, or a a police tribunal, uh, which is what you have in wartime normally um and what they've done under uh, bush and the launching of the war in iraq and all kinds of other they, they put us on a permanent war footing and not permanent like it's going to end but no we're moving the coast guard into homeland security it's going to be a branch of military now we're going to use it to move mil- martial law mili- military law title 10 the ucmj is the most overt form of martial law it's the military which is you know you can't get more martial than that um And And it's Marshall is
0: supposed to have two year appointments and it's all in these emergency NDAAs that they keep, uh, you know, extending all this. And it was only only the Navy, I think is the only one that is supposed to, you know, have a permanent footing,
1: but they've changed it to where the army, like you said, was only supposed to be funded for two years and then basically shut down. um, If not refunded or repurposed for those reasons, but the national military establishment, which created the CIA, The National Security Council, National Security Advisor took the Article One Army Department or uh, Department of War, uh, uh, Department of the Army, and moved it into and under and with the Article Two Department of the Navy to where it was intended originally for the uh, military to to not have a standing uh, military to where we're basically like the uh, Swiss, to where every citizen is a soldier, and when c- called to defend, um, you're, you're going to know it, you know, and everybody's going to be uh, uh, jumping uh, to defend the country um, at the beck and call. Uh, and, you know, every, every uh, citizen is prepared as a citizen to become a soldier, uh, if necessary, and everybody is there for the defense of the country. Um, what has happened is they have taken the army that was supposed to be under, and this is separation of powers under the Article 1 legislature, we had to declare war, they had to pass a, a law uh, to go ahead and fund the war, et cetera, et cetera. And like you said, for two years, and then they had to repurp- or refund it uh, with another act of Congress um, to where now it's under, just like the Navy was intended to be, the article uh, the Navy was put under article two to be on watch 365 days a year, 24 hours a day um, to repel an invasion. And then the army would come to when Congress would meet and convene and do what was necessary and get the army to back up the Navy. But instead we're um, you know, like the, the foreign legion in Rome uh, we've got these, the, the military uh, in action. In perpetuity, uh, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year um, in all of these foreign adventures to where everything that we're doing to all these other countries where we're, our military is becoming the police in many of these countries, if not the government as well, we're now doing it at home.
0: Yeah, no it's just insane how everything is, you know, up is down and down is up and nothing is like it's you know, how it's how it's meant to be. But John, I want to get you involved uh while you still have Yeah, no
2: for that. sure. Uh, can can you guys hear me? Yeah, I yeah. can't see you but Yeah, we can perfect hear you. I'm in the darkness here and driving home, so I'm sorry guys, I actually got a little- uh, I had a little bit of a snowstorm, here, so I got delayed. So that's why I'm, you guys can't see me right now. But uh, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll be home shortly, in about uh, ten minutes or so. So it'll be better. No worries. I had I had a couple of questions for you. Um, now, of course, I live currently in you know what you're talking about, uh, the the crown itself, in in uh, Canada, in the Commonwealth country.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: i had a question you know the uh, are you familiar with the lieutenant governors uh, of canada and uh, well yeah what, what they, they did, did with canada. um
1: paul uh bremer was it or, or just in general
2: their position you know well like we're, well we're no, no no they not, tried to yeah. do a
1: vote of no confidence to um i'm trying to think of who the prime minister was at this time i want to say paul bremer but i'm not thinking it got his last name right but um bremer i think was the u.s envoy or whatever to iraq but um uh, anyways, um, that, uh, parliament was going to meet and convene and do a vote of no confidence against, um, the, uh, prime minister in Canada and the queen, uh, through her, I think they call it the attorney general or general counsel, whatever, but it's for the crown. She stepped in and prevented parliament from meeting and convening to carry on a vote of no confidence in Canada. So how does the Queen of England step into and on the government of Canada? And I mean, if you start looking at it, Canada didn't get its independence till 1976. The crown is still on the money. The crown is still on all the public contracts. Um, there's still, you know, even now this has changed a lot. The United Kingdom and its makeup has changed not only because of the European Union, but in the last 20 years to where, Canada and Australia and some of the other countries that were clearly uh, members nation states of the United Kingdom and constitutional monarchies um, are not necessarily stated today as members of the United Kingdom oh no.
2: yeah yeah hundred percent they we're basically part of oh. We're, we're part of the commonwealth but what we really are we're, we're under like basic rule i think like the the lieutenant governors they are basically the the queen's appointees if uh correct me please if i'm wrong but they're the appointees to actually report back to the queen yeah uh, what is going on uh in the different you know provinces here in canada and so on now I, I got a second that you actually were talking you actually mentioned uh my my second question to you and this this is quite interesting. I've been working at this place for a uh, while. I haven't worked there now lately as I changed jobs, but uh, I worked at the Royal Canadian Mint. And nice. uh, when we did our security clearance there, uh, it has nothing to do with Canadian law. It's all about her M- majesty
1: and what she could do uh, to you. And uh,
2: there's, there's a couple other things there as well. You know, just what, mention, you know what, yeah, Roth,
1: what Rothschild said when, um, <laughs> I, I forget what he was asked, but basically he I said, cannot, "I care who not who makes the laws. Yeah, I, can, exactly. I care about who controls the money,
0: and I control the money, or something like that." And no, that's no, a and federal, I, and but that's the federal reserve yeah. system
1: here too. Yeah. So and a, who makes exactly. the laws? It's yeah, not no, exactly. It, yeah, yeah, I just
0: came from the. I just came from Jekyll Island two weeks ago, so nice. you don't need to explain to me too much about that. And actually, it was a guest of John's. So yeah, we're definitely. Yeah, and
1: I had point. I had G. Edward Griffin on when I used to have a radio program, and I had was doing. Cable TV and whatever back in the day, this is back in, um, as they're coming after me, I'm trying to get word out and warn and inform people about what's going on and what I'm seeing, uh, to where the coast guard has, and this is all, you know, the creation of the department of Homeland security, which was originally going to be called the department of Homeland defense. And they didn't give it that name. It's, it's kind of like, uh, operation Iraqi liberation, which is, you know, the acronym is oil. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. um, You know, right. But they like doing that. They like marking their territory to show like the uh, the executive order that created the office secretary or cabinet secretary of Homeland Security. Tom Ridge's position before there was a Department of Homeland Security um, was executive order one three twenty two eight. And the one of the eight, which are the bookends, are important numbers for numerologists. But the 322 is the lodge, Skull and Bones, which is a death cult that John Kerry and George W. Bush and George Herbert Walker Bush and Prescott Bush and Samuel Bush were all members of. And it is a death cult.
2: Yeah, actually, let's go back to my question
1: about the Royal Canadian Mint,
2: because what's interesting about the Royal Canadian Mint Uh, I've been pushing a lot of questions there and uh, haven't gotten a lot of answers. So, one of the things is the actual land that the the, the mint is sitting on was given to them, was donated to them. uh, And uh, nobody once can tell me who has title on that land. Uh, And then not even the government. I looked everywhere, I can't find anything. And second, you know, they also have uh, something called seniorage. I don't know if you're familiar with the term. Uh, It is basically the, 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 the difference between the the the, bid, the, the actual uh, cost of to, to make that note or that uh, that coin uh, versus the face value of that coin, and now with the Royal Canadian Mint, what I think uh, they're supposed to give all their money back to the Treasury here in Canada. But right, what it's I supposed think to be a is happening is that
1: public interest.
2: Yeah, but what I think is happening is that. You know the queen is in there siping off some of that seniorage, uh, that you know markup value for all the currencies. The only currency that's not getting minted there uh, is actually the you know the Federal Reserve uh, coinage, and so. Like they basically have foothold and control like so many countries with seniorage, and then they also uh, make so much money on it. So I'd be curious, uh, you know, to uh, what would would you have the uh, your thoughts on that, and you know what uh, what the implications could be, and
1: what where the queens' involvement could be there. That's a that's a it's a public trust that's supposed to accrue to the people. Um, You know, you're still in a constitutional monarchy. Uh, England is still a constitutional monarchy. Um, With that said, a lot has changed since, you know, the Magna Carta and moving forward and even uh, a lot that Lord Koch had pushed for and uh, basically holding, you know, whether it doesn't matter. I mean, if you really think about it, we're not that much different. Uh, One of the, the issues that was brought up when Washington became our first president and they created the system that we had was, oh, what, the only change is that now we elect a king? And that was concerns over, because even at the time, Hamilton raised the issues of the unitary executive, as has been raised more recently with uh, Reagan, who was probably the most recent, and then Bush and Obama. Um, But the crown is, it has her, his, her, whatever, their hands. And it's not just the uh, Hopsburgs, which is the Sachs, Coburg, Gotha, the Windsors are, Saxe Coburg Gotha—that's three different families there. Uh, you can throw the fourth in Windsors, which is still basically the same, but they're all which, members which of that. Which actually the
0: Ho- then goes back to Vladis Tepes of Dracula in Transylvania as their exact lineage. But so, how does it happen? But I was going to say the Habsburgs are
1: the the. There's a really good book out called um, "The Shield of Achilles: War Peace in the Course of History." Um, it gets into and this guy was of course uh, educated at King's College and. You know, he was a director of CIA for infrastructure. Um, But he in my mind, the shield of Achilles heels, the shield of Achilles war piece in the course of history. And he gets into it. I mean, there's a number of things in there. Like one is that uh, they he outlines where they're trying to separate us from our government. And he's an advocate. It's almost like a lot of people have argued whether Aldous Huxley was, you know, really uh, uh, breaking the word and trying to be a a whistleblower to the people and inform them of what's really going on. Or he was one of them and basically just, you know, putting it in our face, saying, Hey, you know, this is what they're doing. What are you going to do about it? Um, In the shield of Achilles war piece in the course of history by Philip Bobbitt, um, Bobbitt goes into a number of things in there, but one more, just one of the more disturbing ones is that they're, they are trying to, they're, They're trying to restore, and that's what this new world order is, puppy, (laughs) Um, is they want to restore kingdoms around the world. They don't want republics. They don't want self-rule. They're taking away, like, we can't even get into our own courts. There's a thing called uh, administrative exhaustion or uh, exhausting your administrative remedies where you have to fight your way through the police, law enforcement, and their courts before you can get into an article three judiciary and they have it set up in such a way as that the law enforcement is an
0: article three judiciary is. Cause these are a lot of like really, you know, high level topics for people and it's probably going over some
1: people's heads right now. Sorry. Um, well that's the, the foundational doctrine of our country was the separation of powers that came. The three great powers are the legislative executive and judiciary uh, or judicial, they were identified by Montesquieu, a French philosopher, legal philosopher, um, back in the 1600s. I think he came out with the Spirit of the Laws in 1648. Uh, Montesquieu and others, uh, Jefferson and Adams, Adams, but and and uh, Hamilton was a, a loyalist, a royalist, a, a Tory by any measure. Um, That's why he started the uh, revenue cutter Marine that the Coast Guard traces its roots to in 1791. That was disbanded. I mean, how can you trace your roots to something that was disbanded um, by Jefferson and his contemporaries? Because they did not want a federal central government constabulary like we have now in the Department of Homeland Security, where it is a federal police department, where it's the local, city, state tribal and federal police authorities of every color and kind all married together in what is nothing more or nothing less than a Stasi center from East Germany. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Royal Canadian Mounted police. I've ever the RCMP. I
0: mean, the only yeah. time I've ever had a gun directly pointed at my head was when I wouldn't comply at one of their you know, internal highway checkpoints when I didn't even, leave america and like so are you an american citizen i'm like well american citizen wouldn't have to tell you they're american citizen they're like oh so you're saying you're an american i'm like i'm not telling you anything and then so who put the like, gun like,
1: in your face it was it
0: was part of dhs but it was in one of it was yeah. going from uh san diego back into phoenix and then ice had, you know yeah so it was i don't know if it was ice or dhs but one of those you know, they well they're one of, the, one of the guys one of his you know underlings came over boom and four and then they just let me go like two seconds. well they're lo-
1: the, the coast guard is boarding American flag, private vessels. So a branch of military that has self This is how dangerous administrative law is. The coast guard has used administrative law to re excuse me, redefine itself from a federal civil service police and regulatory agency that was supposed to come under title five for itself into a branch of military that comes under title 10 and the UCMJ and that unlike any of the other four branches that come under Title X in the UCMJ, which is supposed to be uniform, meaning that it's the same for all, now has their own version of Title X in the UCMJ to where posse comitatus doesn't apply and they can carry on law, civilian law enforcement, adjudications, uh, law enforcement, um, promulgation of, or promulgation of law, uh, rules that become law Where a branch of military. They they use military JAG Corps prosecutor in uniform to prosecute me as a civilian only after they stripped me of my naval commission to make me intentionally a civilian so that they could apply this to everybody else and their mother. Only problem is I was a trained naval officer, went to Kings Point, United States Merchant Marine Academy, where I come out as a naval officer and an engineering officer in the United States Merchant Marine. And I know and was trained on by the Department of the Navy, who runs my academy on Title X and the UCMJ and all kinds of other laws like uh, Title 33, which is navigation, Title 46, which is shipping, uh, the Merchant Marine Act of 1936 that established my academy at Kings Point. And I'm not a big fan of FDR for any number of reasons because of the whole administrative state issue and what he did in pushing that forward uh, upon us all. Um, you know, many people, uh, stated or, uh, that they did not like him because he betrayed his, um, class. And I don't know if that meant as a citizen or as a subject, because a lot of people think that he did as much damage to the Royals as he did to citizens here in the United States. Um, I used to think that FDR was a decent president. Um, but after, you know, like the, uh, Seizure of the four medals, which you know about the executive order that was issued. Uh, I think we've talked about this before in 1933. 1933 yeah, and
0: yeah, then he, I mean, he also pointed an actual uh KKK member at the time to the Supreme Court, which you know no one on the left you know wants to talk about today. Uh, I mean, he basically extended out the depression, which you know could have probably gotten yeah. over with relatively easily. and That's a whole when he took of Joe
1: Kennedy, um, who's involved in a lot of stuff that's gone on. Uh, Kennedy was smuggling uh, Dewar's whiskey in from Canada, which is a Canadian whiskey. Uh, it was warehoused in Canada, approved by the Crown. You don't get that kind of privilege to warehouse on on such a grand scale and make a, an empire uh, out of it. Because one of the things that Roosevelt did with Kennedy, he was appointed to be the first head of the Securities and Exchange Commission. And they asked Roosevelt, you know, why'd you do that? Why'd you appoint Kennedy to be head of the SEC? And he goes, well, it takes a crook to catch a crook. Um, so what, we want a bunch of Peter Strocks and uh, Miss Page uh, in charge well, of the Bernie FBI. Bernie Madoff
0: was the head of NASDAQ, so, but, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, no, that's, go. but, yeah, exactly. And there's all kinds of scams. Like, there's, there's stuff going on with the NASDAQ that people still don't understand that was going on with the ringing of the bell and timing of trades. To where they were playing games with the timing on the ringing of the bell, and now they've restructured all that. Like the guy that they retired, he got I don't know if you remember this it was like a 270 million dollar pension or whatever retirement from uh the Dow Jones or whatever when he retired as the bell ringer for the um, you know, and literally the bell ringer. Um,
0: I didn't for- know about Dow- that. Holy crap, I didn't
1: know <laughs> it's, it's crazy. None of this stuff is like even you know, people have come out and admitted. Uh, one of the reasons they went after Martha Stewart and they used um, she didn't commit a crime. She didn't plead guilty to a crime. She was charged with a process crime where she lied, trying to defend herself or being nervous because they were going after her, just like with um, general Flynn, where they threatened him. We're going to go after your kid. Right. And then this judge is trying to hold him accountable to that. When he knows this kind of stuff goes on all the time. And now this judge is stepping over out of Article Three judicial role and becoming a, a, a prosecutor, you know, taking on the role of Article II law enforcement, which judges do have to an extent, you know, like a special master, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But he's not supposed to be doing it himself. He's not supposed to be appointing these people because he's taken and then has a stand in the court trial and proceedings himself. This, this guy's a, a nut job. And I, I ran into the same or similar. They did worse to me, and I hate to say it, and a lot of people won't believe it, uh, than they did to Richard Jewell. They did worse to me than what happened and what was done to General Flynn. They they put out a bolo on me, saying that I may be dangerous. You you could get shot uh, if you get pulled over for that, even if you don't do anything wrong, just because of the way. Like they had a, a rapper up in L.A. This is a, a few years back. Um, they pulled him over. I don't even remember what the violation was for. They fired 120 rounds. That's just, cr- that's crazy. That's un uncalled for five rounds is excessive. Um, and they didn't hit them and they hit each other in the crossfire, which tells you no. And that's how bad it is. It's like, wait, 120 rounds. Come on. So a lot of the stuff with law enforcement is real. There are problems and issues that need to be addressed, but a lot of it's being covered up by BLM and Antifa to where even president trump and I, I i praise president trump i think he's doing more than any president has done uh maybe since lincoln like he's set himself pretty it's a pretty pretty low bar to uh yeah well true because most of them have been agents for the crown you know bush uh george herbert walker bush knighted by the crown uh his president uh, president reagan Knighted by the crown. He was a Democrat before he was a Republican. First thing he said when he came into office was, oh, I want to make your dollar worth less. I want to devalue the dollar. I want to tax you without you really understanding the fact that I'm taxing you um, and carry out an unlawful tax and make our dollar that might've been worth 40 cents at the time uh, worth 20 cents down the road. He also attacked professional air traffic controllers who were civil servants uh, you know, instead of bringing in federal arbitrator or mediators like you're supposed to, and keeping these people or getting them back to work, and, you know, maintaining the status quo and then having everything looked at like they're supposed to, uh, he fired them all. And then we have 911. And there wasn't, you know, you think, Oh, no, that's too long of a distance. And that, that was 15 years or whatever, or 16 year difference. Eh, you know, Reagan, filled all of those positions himself by what he set up with the federal arbitration or, uh, federal aviation administration, FAA. Um, that's who I came up against. I had to, after they held on to me for five years, finally gave me a quote unquote hearing in 2008 in a federal fusion center in room 5150. Um, the fact that they named the room number 5150 is prejudicial on its face itself. Um, you guys there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're I'm here. Here. okay. I, I'm getting Tim's picture on the
0: Yeah, I was trying to get my other camera working so I could stand up, like John would be cool. But anyways, saw uh, John's
1: <laughs> finger and I was like, I didn't know is he pointing at me? Did I do something?
0: <laughs> no, you're no, you're all good. But yeah, it's just it's just, it's just I, Yeah, and I was also trying to figure out my audio. So thank you to everyone there who's saying that it does sound good because we I had an echo for the first you know minute I was talking. But anyways, yeah, keep keep going. Sorry about that.
1: Um so we i mean this goes back to the civil war jp morgan Uh, jp morgan jr also signed the federal reserve act of 1913 he was he he helped create general electric who i used to work for as an engineer um which is the world's largest weapons manufacturer they own nbc why do you think like even stories like mine can't get out can't get heard and that are serious where a or why like Jesse
0: Ventura was fired, you know, for being against the yep. Iraq war yep. from SMBC, and I think Phil Donahue as well, because you know, GE, you know, and well, even Letterman them.
1: Letterman. Letterman used to talk out against the suits, and then he ended up going to CBS because he was always talking about uh the suits at NBC, and finally I guess they had enough and he had enough, and they parted ways. That tells you a lot. I mean, Letterman's not like an extremely political person. He may make fun of everyone in anything, uh just like most comedians. Well, I can't say that because Bill Maher and others have just gone. Oh, well, I
0: mean, yeah, these
1: days, I mean, there's pretty much yeah no one out there mouthpieces for the and these are not democrats they are not um except for sam
0: f- Tripley. i'll give a shout out to sam Tripley because you know he's calling it out on both sides actually I was talking with him a little bit today but uh yeah so and we actually it'd be great if, if there's any way i could try to help hook you up and get you on his show his show is huge
1: oh i dude i need help big time like you would not believe and i hate to even ask but I've been tortured and it is torture when you, when they try, I'm, I'm a Patriot. I'm an American. I I've, I've done nothing wrong. Um, when they try to connect you with Timothy McVeigh, I wrote a, a whistleblower letter to secretary of transportation, Norman Netta, which is a statutory right in our merchant Marine act of 1936, where I have the statutory right to write to the secretary of transportation. And they used that letter against me. I used Timothy McVeigh as an example, of how we cannot allow domestic terrorism or criminal activity or whatever to go on uh, unchecked and undisputed.
0: Um, Are you talking about in be- regards to the FBI that clearly blew up the Oklahoma City building or the. Dude, I went FBI to the
1: board? FBI in San Diego and this is before 9 11. Guess who was the special agent in charge that uh, received me? William Gore. Oh. William Gore. So Al, I think he's that, related to Al, Al Gore.
0: Al Gore's dad is that who? Uh,
1: I think it's his brother or something okay. or whatever. I don't know what his familial, you know.
0: Yeah, I know his dad was connected to something bad too, or it may have even been like KKK well, or something. But anyway, but these
1: these family members. I mean, look at what's going on here in California with Newsom, and Brown's, and uh, Harris. Harris had a, an affair with uh, Mary, San Francisco Willie Brown. Yeah, you got no. it. And Newsom is tied into it. Uh, they're all kissing cousins, for want of a better way of saying it, much like we had in our Revolutionary War and War of Independence, where we had a bunch of kissing cousins in Europe, the royal families, not just in England, but throughout Europe. Uh, you could look to Spain, uh, Germany itself, of course. Uh, I mean, now uh, Europe is captured. Germany controls Europe, Um the the eec the european economic community devolved into and became the european union and that was yeah. run and, by germany and who's head of uh
2: head of the european
1: commission uh, of course is uh, jean-claude juncker which is the you know the heir of the juncker family yeah and then look at the pope there for a while too where yeah. um one of the things like in italy before italy was taken down and i'm not not knocking germans at all um you know, because uh, Germans have put up and tried to. I think there was, I don't know if it's thirteen or as many as eighteen. Well, I'm
0: I'm uh, German. I'm I'm Italian, German, and English. You're just you're just right. knocking me from exactly. every, every single way. And I formally well, no, but I'm not because I was no, just going to say I, I believe no, you, no, yeah. but
1: like Hitler, there was thirteen or eighteen attempts on his life where people tried to take mm-hmm. him out. But well, they I'm have I'm, a, a, I'm Norwegian, guys, and and you know what's
2: really fun is our actual the the guy that gave us over to. Um, Uh, to the Germans when they invaded was called uh, Bitcoin Quisling and actually uh, the word in this is how bad it was, was his uh, actual name Quisling in German now means traitor. Uh, <laughs> nice. so, so, yeah and he was actually the National Socialist Party By the way uh, Which you know uh, adopted the whole uh, Nazi uh, Nazi well, Party I feel like uh, today
0: like the yeah. Benedict Arnold Like if he came back like would be like a piker Compared to the traitors that we have today In yeah. government like, he, like Benedict well, Arnold would no.
1: like, Register on the yeah. like, It system. is that serious right. it, This yeah. isn't about turning things over to the Democratic Party This is about taking the country down From within using They've, they've, they've taken like Cloud and our Our federal court system is supposed to be a civil defense system to where you can get in. And especially as a a maritime officer, we're we're considered wards under admiralty. We're supposed to be protected. Uh, The the courts are supposed to follow something called in loco parentis. I know it sounds kind of crazy in loco parentis, but um, and it is the way it's being applied. But it means uh, uh, in in lieu of a parent or, or like a parent. To where they're supposed to watch over us because we're in international waters. We're in international trade. We're going in other countries. 97% of our international cargo now coming into and leaving the United States is going on foreign flag. The MB Alabama that Captain Phillips was on was an American flagship owned and controlled by a foreign corporation. AP yeah, actually, I'm um, actually talking about that. Uh, Norway is well known
2: for being in control of a lot of uh, the shipping around the world. AP like, Moller uh, is a big. Yeah, Fredrickson, for example, I, I forgot what his um his company is. He's massive. He's probably one of the top uh, five in the world uh maersk. We a, yeah maersk we, yeah. we also have a family in in norway that i want to because we're talking about families we have a family in norway called the stoltenberg family uh they've been heavily involved in the united Nations. uh johan stoltenberg which was the dad of, of the guy he was one of the uh, initial people that got together and actually brought norway into the Euro, uh, united nations uh then of course uh, we had a it's interesting it also comes from the labor party here in in uh uh, well, over in Norway, which is Groholland Brundtland. She was the former head of the World Health Organization, but then his son, uh, Jens Stoltenberg. Uh, this is interesting. So, we're talking about terrorist attacks and so on. Uh, on July 22nd, I don't know if you remember the guy that shot up the Labour Party uh, youth camp in Norway, he yeah. also blew up a bomb in front of the um. Uh, in front of the, um, uh, what do you call the parliament building in Norway? Uh, he actually, right after that, Jens Stoltenberg got a, uh, you know, became the head of NATO, <laughs> interestingly enough. And well, all, of course, same here, like it, yeah, when they, when actually, they made, yeah. no,
1: but when they made, um, uh, I'm stretching now for, they made him head of the national bank, uh, McNamara, uh, the, uh, IMF or whatever, international monetary fund or, um, <laughs> world bank, I think it was, yeah. um, Uh, And he was he was a a cretin. He was a total, um, you know, it's like they're they're using the Peter principle to promote people beyond their level of competence intentionally to help take down the system from within. The more corrupt they are, the more arrogant they are, the more because, you know, Hitler didn't arise to power by himself. He was supported by a lot of uh, uh, similar minded people who thought that they were better than others, uh, didn't care about due process, didn't care about other people's rights or protections or system. Uh, they just came in to basically take what they could and that's it. Move on. Yeah. So, so it's, not just, it's not just, I muted
0: John cause uh, his, his dog. So Johnny, you're gonna have to unmute yourself. Sorry about that.
2: And I actually muted my, uh, and I muted myself to my dog. So uh, just wait a second Tim, and just uh, I can go. your bitches. Yeah, <laughs> your
0: dogs. Uh, yeah. So I was, I was fiddling around with some stuff so that way I could be standing up because I, I hate sitting down. But uh, yeah, you've been right. dropping tons of of information. And I wish you know, this unfortunately, I know I'm not super knowledgeable in these aspects of the law. But can you also break down the different types of laws? There's, is there maritime law, admiralty law? Or they talk law? about
1: they talk about the gold fringe flag, you know, being in all of our courts, it's there for a reason because federal courts are supposed to hear or be able to hear matters in general maritime admiralty law, which is constitutional in nature. And even the gold fringe could go to being constitutional in nature. Um, so they put in the gold fringe because it's the highest level of uh, law that they can adjudicate upon. Um, it's not that every, Uh, thing that they are sitting on or residing in I mean some would say it is especially with the advent of administrative law the the article 3 judiciary I didn't get a right to get into a federal district court I didn't get a right to discovery I didn't get a right to uh, trial with a jury or anything like that Uh, all of that was stolen from me by a branch of military I'm not in they used administrative law to step on that pull me out of federal court and bring me into article two law enforcement. So again, I'm back in there. And then when I finally make it back into the Ninth Circuit somehow, 14 years later, the Ninth Circuit says that we cannot, because of Chevron deference, we cannot look look at this case, but we're gonna put out a five-page ruling anyways, and we're gonna say that, oh, well, if the Coast Guard really wanted to, it could use the rules of military evidence To get at my medical records, which didn't have anything in it because the Coast Guard had to butcher and fabricate and make, and falsify and modify my medical records so that they had anything to go on. They actually brought in a Captain Arthur French in the Coast Guard, a medical officer in uniform of the Coast Guard, a self-declared special branch of military that Posse Comitatus doesn't apply to, um, to... Observe me in the proceedings, and to declare that I was medically, mentally incompetent on how I defended myself against a branch of military that I'm not in without counsel. Yeah, that's, that's,
2: insane. A, that's so, pretty so insane.
0: So you go over that the gold, the gold fringe. Then, so the gold fringe is the highest form of law within
1: a, uh, which within is a general court. maritime or admiralty, usually. And and I mean, they're really not supposed to rule on. I mean, they can uh, constitutional law. They are supposed to protect your you know bill of rights supposedly but the bill of rights is is a moot letter uh separation of powers doctrine is gone under administrative law they can go back five years and enforce a law that doesn't exist today think about that Well, now they've no got due you know, process
0: construction through the nsa and no. all sorts of other stuff that they can basically frame anybody with anything
1: nda 2012 uh that was obama uh the yeah. military commissions act of 2006 so was liberal. under bush sorry
0: well it's so, so liberal you know to just be able to yeah. go anywhere and, kill. and actually i mean he's dead now but i mean john mccain was a guy that spearheaded that and, and helped author it and in there it said that if you are aiding and abetting uh basically foreign terrorists or even domestic terrorists that you can be you know kidnapped tortured killed detained without any uh you know which is the, what they did
1: to the attorney that was representing one of the um well, they should
0: have done it. to If anybody, it should have been the guy that authored the bill, John McCain, who was yeah, signing no. bills with the head of Al Qaeda or Al-Nusra right. Front well, in,
1: in Syria. Yeah. Which You know that supposedly McCain, I mean, he, he destroyed like seven or eight jets. He supposedly started the fire on the forest all yeah, by accidentally yeah. setting off a missile. Uh, he was also in the Hanoi Hilton where they kept people that turned on our country. Um, he
0: was given like I, the air, the air routes and stuff to the Vietnamese, and he. Was, right, I mean the guy. But, I mean, I live in but, Arizona, so i you know but, I've had a lot right. of right. He was there, a made
1: man he's... though, because his father was an admiral. <laughs> you know yeah, that helps. Eh? Yeah, uh, know. He, yeah, Yeah, long you long know, wait, long Well, long look at Hunter Jim, Biden. Look at, at Hunter Biden.
0: along with, with Jim Morrison's dad.
1: <laughs> okay, don't 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 dis Morrison, man. I'm
0: talking about Jim Jim Morrison's dad was one of the. Uh, no, uh, I was kidding. Pacific Fleet or something.
1: Yeah.
2: So uh, I actually let's uh, let's uh, shift a little bit of gears actually to what is going currently on around the world, and of course that's COVID, and a lot of
1: uh, measures wait, but think, and rules and regulation and laws are put but, in. So I would love but to wait, your wait, wait John. on those. Yeah. No, but think about it, because um, this goes to uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. You know the movie and the book and whatever. Nicholson played the character. Murphy was a seaman. He that's why he had the the black watch cap or wool cap. That's why he took the, the field trip on the boat and all that, because he that's what he did for a living before he got incarcerated in a mental ward. Um, that's what they used to do and still are doing now, but it's all been privatized. Um, but uh, Murphy's character was one of the protected, most protected classes of U.S. citizens in maritime officers and personnel. Um, and his buddy, the chief, was the other protected class of us citizens they got free health care from the department of health and human services the same department that tommy thompson worked for as a secretary of that department uh who was trying to work with verichip to give us all chips um and even saying he was going to take one himself and he goes to work for verichip total conflict of interest and then never of course takes the chip but with free health care like maritime officers and crew were getting and indians Uh, Think about what happened in the end with Murphy, where he got a free lobotomy as part of his national health (laughs) care. Oh, and that's we're under national health care right now. That's what we're not. We're under international health care. To where it's you know it's being imposed upon us and it's being imposed upon people who aren't sick.
0: Are you saying you don't trust yeah. Bill Gates and that he doesn't have the best for us? I mean, now he's talking about you know we need five different vaccines and you know every well, yeah. few months get another vaccine. No, Obviously, I've invested
1: in Fauci's um in, in the patents for the um. I'm just kidding.
0: Well, then they've got the you know the 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 six 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 i on having a cryptocurrency that will, you know, track traces of value and give you like micro drops of cryptocurrency for being a good little slave. And you can't even make yeah. it up that it's something like 06, 06, 06. Uh, you know, it's just they throw all this stuff right in your face. It's not like they're making fun of us. And that's why I have so little regard for the average American who doesn't know who is going out there voting for Biden and doesn't know any of this stuff. And it's just so much criminality, so much. It's just well, like, they're, at one point.
1: They are, I mean, I hate to say it and sound, you know, um, like a lunatic or whatever, but they are, uh, Ted Gunderson covered a lot of this and his, um, I guess they had put out a little video documentary reminder, I think on uh, Infowars or something about Ted Gunderson. He was an FBI agent, I think a chief, um, chief investigator or something. He was fairly high up. Um, but he was talking about the pedophile rings and all the stuff that was going on. He's dead, he's passed, and you know, he was out there fighting the good fight, uh, putting tin foil on his head and on the windows and everything too, because uh he knew a lot of the stuff that was going on and how it was being used and old school versions of how you could protect yourself or whatever, but um, you know, also, I, been... I
0: forgot to, I forgot to mention, but, uh, you know, you are, were a radio show host. You're on, was a GCN and you were on Alex Jones a bunch of times. Can you kind of, or can you break down some of the different things that you've done in the media world? Cause we should have kind of led with that in the beginning, but I did forget that you, you know, were a bonafide radio show host in your own right. Well, they
1: took me off the air and actually filed that in the coast guard proceedings that I'm not in, uh, that I had this website and that I had these radio programs, and they entered it as evidence against me in the proceedings. I mean, you wouldn't believe like the transcripts um, from it, but I had, uh, because of what I stepped into and ran into, which I had no idea, like, I mean, it's like a a layer of the onion gets peeled back Mm -hmm. every day. And like, even now I've come to understand the unitary executive better and how dangerous it is and how it's tied into this, you know, concept of administrative law um, and how Reagan started pushing it and how Bush really pushed it and how Obama continued to push it where Obama, you know, the Bush administration never left office uh, in '8. Oh uh, eight uh, Obama is a Habsburg. He's ninth cousin, twice removed to Bush. I was worried that Bush was going to try to pull a Roosevelt and serve into three or four or more terms. Uh, and what they did was instead they had uh, Obama carry on the legacy. Um, but back to your uh question, what was it on um
0: oh, different radio on? shows that, that you were oh on. yeah,
1: and then um and so I, I I started calling into programs like uh Alex Jones, InfoWars, uh Republic Broadcasting Network, John Statmiller, and a bunch of programs he had on there. They actually had somebody who was a board op for the program for RBN uh take down the whole, and I'm talking like I had done hundreds, if not a thousand or more shows. Uh, to where they took down the whole uh, computer system and stole them. And basically, all of those shows are gone or missing and have been gone or missing for years. This goes back to 010, 0, 08, even. Oh, um, well, we just had a lot of, of stuff this... deleted
0: off YouTube uh, a week ago. Yeah, so yeah no, but this but this is going on back
1: then. You're t- yeah, at that time, you're 12 was, years uh, down so the road. Hard, yeah. And that's where, like, you know, situations like my own, People, like Thomas Paine uh, was in jail in France. They were going to behead him. Um, uh, the, the Royals had a price on his head for writing Common Sense. And it, it was a bunch of people who got together and protected him. Even when he was in the dungeon in France and was due, I think one day he actually was up for having his head lopped off. Um, it was other people who circled the wagons and protected him. And that's what has to happen at some point, like with people like myself and others, because there's so much like guys like Ted Olson, whose wife, Barbara Olson, was on one of the 9-11 planes. He's involved in my situation. He used, just like Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, he used his position as solicitor general in 2001 to 2004 and as head of his own law firm in L.A., uh, Gibson, Dunn and Crutcher, to come after me and get these guys to take me and put me in a military, you know, tribunal as and strip me of my naval commission so they could do it as a civilian. So they could apply it to other people. I mean, what's going on is nuts. Not only Ted Olson, but Archie Morgan, think JP Morgan. So I'm, I'm naming and identifying people that are here in our country that aren't Democrats aren't trying to like uh, turn it over to socialism. If they can, it'll work anything to take down the country for the crown because what they are trying to do, and this is bigger, 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 bigger picture, the, the, the crown of England, German, British crown of England, have taken the story, whether you believe it's a fable or theology or uh, the gospel truth, they've taken the story of the Antichrist, and they are trying to turn Prince Charles into the next king of the world under this new world order of kingdoms worldwide.
0: Yeah, I can sort of no, see that. But, you know, I guess, you know, this kind of gets to another question is, you know, who really, you know, runs the world? Who really would be on top? Would you have, you know, like the Jesuits above above the crown or would you have no, their the, agents, the Jesuits, agents. Ag- agents of the it's, crown? So you think the, the it's crown... the royal
1: families. One of the reasons they did the whole human genome and there was that big race, if you remember it, public or private, was because it's all about sequencing and following and setting up the familial family trees of these royal dynastic families. And they've married into all other races that Chinese, like Hong Kong is the largest Trojan horse ever built by man. Think about that. They took this giant Trojan horse in Hong Kong, built it as, as extreme capitalism, and then set it at the doorstep of China. And said, hey guys, here, it's yours, take it in. It's part of you now. And it's like, whoa, what? And so now everything that was going on in Hong Kong, which was extreme capitalism, it was you know basically like, if you can make money off of killing people, hey, let's do it. Um, dead peasants insurance is an example. Walmart was involved with that. Prudential was involved with that. Two ladies up in LA were involved in that where they were taking homeless people, if they were a veteran, even better, uh, getting these people benefits, insuring them, et cetera, et cetera, and then killing them off to collect their death benefits and that's what's going on in war that's what's going walmart was doing it to their own employees and taking the death benefits of the uh, the the insurance the death benefits and putting it in their own pocket not going to the family of that was that was insured that that's where we're back to royalty and kingdoms and we're property and we're not uh sovereigns anymore we're not citizens we are subjects again and that's exactly what that's where they want us
0: yeah, I want to I want to give a shout out to uh, Chris Rice Crypto, who's in our chat right now. He's got uh, a YouTube channel. I think I think he just hit ten thousand subscribers. So congratulations, Woo-hoo! Chris! And uh, he wants to know your thoughts on Anna von Reitz, uh Russell J Gould, Carl Lentz, David Strait. He says he's really curious what you have to say about those people. And I have, I have no idea who those people are. N- neither do I. Okay, well. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, I guess we'll still be curious out there, Chris. Yeah, I'm curious
2: now. Yeah, well, you know what's what's very interesting is I I actually got to write an article about the U.S. Empire in a um, magazine called The Billionaire's Chronicle. And uh, when I went further and looked into it, it was actually... Uh, a whole bunch of royals from around the world like autophon von Bismarck's, um grandson was writing articles Zeppelin. in the same magazine uh and uh you had um, uh, a whole bunch of royalty from the arab emirates and, and surrounding areas there uh there was people from the royal houses
1: of spain well uh, you saw and, and bush I mean, holding hands with yeah. king Fod, right like when yeah. he was president
2: yeah, yeah, no, the and it all seems to be uh, very connected, as you're saying. Uh, of course, we got in Norway. Where I'm from. We got the uh, you know the, the 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 king queen there now. You know the the king Olav, uh, no King Haakon, uh, is uh, is uh, getting close to you know old age and might be passing away anytime soon. So there's another heir coming up there. Well, who uh, bestows
1: the, the um, uh, Nobel Peace Prize? the king of yeah. is it sweden or finland or norway norway norway.
2: Uh, norway is the peace prize of course that has turned into a massive fraud yeah. uh like it might have been started you know right at the start of it to be anything near good but you know right. of course, now it's just a massive yeah, biggest Paul Krug- joke in Paul Krugman
0: history. is a Nobel Peace Prize winner. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's in actually su- Sweden. Yeah, so right. Norway,
2: Norway takes care of all the like only the Peace Prize. The rest is actually in Sweden. So you know that oh, uh, know. the the group of uh, Norwegians. You know, the as I said, the Labour Party in Norway has a very big control in in Europe um, through you know, especially being involved in the UN. I actually were part of a uh, organization where they you know get uh, hires and they actually had uh, what's his name now uh who's a guy that got shot there that wanted to stop uh like one to print u.s dollar u.s dollar notes um oh my goodness i forgot his name uh john f kennedy was a member of oh. something called junior chamber international and it's a group for for people from 14 till 44 which is basically a or a, an organization where they hire and you know teach people to be extremely good speakers and well Uh, red and all this stuff and then you know they uh, basically it's a stepping stone if you go to the actual world meet that they have it's a stepping stone to the UN Um, and to become you know part of that uh, elitist group and and, uh, talking about protected groups you know the United Nations with all surroundings all those guys are you know uh, protected uh, you know through different measures where they're untouchable most of them Uh, and uh, you know they they really create yeah
1: but that's what's going on here in America where a lot okay. of these people can't understand why the Bidens they're not a like, huge story and in jail with yeah. everything going on because they're protected yeah. uh, it's they they have Teflon just like Clinton to where Clinton was uh you know um not only a, a Rhodes scholar which is Cecil Rhodes De nice. Diamond Mines the Crown and mm-hmm. say he was he was he was uh, he studied in England um, of course, uh, that,
0: that little puppy that you saw uh, up there—he's actually a Rhodesian Ridgeback. So. Yeah, and, uh, sorry. By <laughs> coincidence.
1: <laughs> well, well, and
2: of course, uh, you know the, the Rothschilds funded the the creation of the Rhodes Scholarship as well back in the day, and helped uh, Cecil Rhodes on many of his adventures that he went on as well. So, uh, you know, these and guys getty's, are very interconnected. Kenny's so. another
1: one with Newsom, and yeah. and Harris and Pelosi. Pelosi's crazy. So's Newsom. I mean, Harris is just as crazy. <laughs> But they're all no, tied totally. to Getty, and yeah. Getty is tied into the whole thing too.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's interesting when you actually go and look at how well connected these people are. You know, a lot of times by blood, everywhere in the world. Uh, you know, especially the royal families. You know, that I'm just looking and studying in that history is, you know, uh, they're like all their focus is on their bloodline and you know how to keep it and how to. Uh, have control throughout history, and of course they've been extremely well as you as you've been you know describing where well here with uh, you know the legal system uh, and of course the banking system as well. There's a lot of connections there. Uh, of course you know the Rothschild family. They took care of the, the the financing needs for all the royals throughout the world. Uh, they didn't focus too much on the corporations themselves, so they have you know all those connections and all the all the all around the world with the kings and queens. And there's still a lot of them. Out there, and even if you well, go on, LinkedIn for ex- yeah,
1: uh, as an example, here in the United States, um, what happened in Alaska with the um, Exxon Valdez that was BP British Petroleum. There, these are economic attacks, warfare against the United yeah. States, against the you know, economy, against the citizens. The thing that happened in the Gulf that Admiral Allen, the Coast Guard Commandant, the head of a branch of military, shut the Gulf down for. Was the Deepwater Horizon was British Petroleum, so again another, and they came into the United States and through administrative law, changed our laws to make it legal to not have a, a backflow preventer, uh, something that costs as much as one house in in New Orleans, a half a million, you know, half a million. Um, yeah. If they had that in place, it, it probably would not have happened. They didn't have it in place. They changed the laws themselves. Came here, but I believe a lot of this stuff because there was another ship called the um costco busan that came into um san francisco and the bay area uh it had a a german crew on the vessel before it hit china an inexperienced chinese crew came on board to take it over came to the united states hit the bridge spilled oil the, the the bay was shut down uh they went after the pilot instead of the chinese crew who you know The pilot is there to help and assist. Uh, The captain is in charge. And this goes to um, its foreign flag. It's not an American flag vessel. It's not American crew. It's not American built. Um, We're allowing, instead of taking our flag on our property, our, you know, it's basically like a floating U.S. embassy going overseas and carrying our laws, Constitution, Bill of Rights, and more with it. Uh, overseas to foreign ports we're allowing foreign flag vessels with foreign crews built in foreign countries coming into our ports and putting us at grave danger because if we have a weapon of mass destruction go off here in the united states again it ain't going to be a plane and it's not going to be a couple planes going into buildings it's going to be a ship and it's going to be either a dirty bomb or a nuke.
2: yeah dirty okay yeah, exactly yeah.
1: and that's where at some point like oh a perfect example George W. Bush, when he was in office, he wanted Hutchinson Wampo to take over and scan the cargo for the United States. Hutchinson Wampo was run by the second in command of the People's Liberation Army, which is a Chinese military. Hutchinson yes. Wampo, before that, before it became a Chinese corporation, was a British corporation. Yeah, now I you see. start peeling back the layers. <laughs>
2: no uh, no for sure it's interesting with the whole creation of corporations in the first place you know what they've actually become i actually have a chapter on uh, that in my book and what how corporations actually become extremely corrupt because of the monetary system and the way they're set up to pay their dividends to their investors they have oh, to mean, do certain things and be uh, involved in corrupt activities you mean like, like facebook making its own
1: money yeah <laughs> like 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 like, uh, like disneyland coming up with its own currency
0: that's modeled oh, actually after the special drawing right was the Facebook Libra modeled almost almost I, down to you, you
1: you know what I, I think is
2: gonna happen. I think we're going back to decentralized currencies again. And and you know in the United States they did used to actually have corporations issue uh currencies. For example, the Cotton Planters Loan Association yeah. back in the day. You know, had their uh, currency backed by uh, you know uh, a certain amount of cotton. Uh, it was a uh, and that, and of course the uh, the the what was it? The actual property of the uh, the landowners, which was basically slavery. So it was a currency based on slavery.
1: You know the and so on. well, even AIG was. Um, it took yeah. over a couple insurers that insured slaves, and at some point, AIG or anyone else should not be able to take over a business and or wealth or property from a corporation that made its money off of insuring slaves. Well, maybe they're trying, down. Down. They
0: trying to get a peace prize. I mean, Obama brought slavery yeah. back to Libya <laughs> and got
1: a peace prize. So yeah. now no, these people are evil. They don't think that far ahead. I mean, they do, but in a much more sinister way. I mean, these people are uh, devilish. I was going to say satanic, but, um, they are no good and they are put in place. Like here's an, another example Uh, and involved in my own situation, which was um, Alex Kaczynski. He was chief counsel for the Office of Special Counsel back in the day in the 70s or whatever, and he was charged with protecting whistleblowers. Well, it was found out and reported that he actually had what's called the Malik Manual, and you can look this up, and there's been movies and stuff made about it. (laughs) It was basically a book, text that trained uh, corporations, government agencies, individuals, and more how to attack whistleblowers and get away with taking them out. Uh, he was charged with and supposed to be protecting them. And instead he's giving classes with the Malik manual and teaching people how to attack whistleblowers. Congress found out they censured him, fired him. He lost his position as chief counsel of office, of special counsel. Uh, Reagan comes into play. Remember he was knighted by the crown. Reagan puts an arm around him. And nominates him to be the justice for the Ninth Circuit. Just like Bybee, who wrote the torture memo for Bush, who was also uh, nominated to be a Ninth Circuit justice. Uh, John Yoo is now on Fox News, like you wouldn't believe, as an expert. And he's the other guy that wrote the torture memo for uh, George Herbert Walker or and George W. Bush. Brett
0: Kavanaugh, who helped write the Patriot Act, and now he's yeah. sitting yeah. On-
2: yeah, and An interesting thing, uh, Tim, you know, I think I've shown you this on uh, my LinkedIn where I actually found uh, a whole bunch of people that call themselves with HRH in the title. And it's actually a whole bunch of royals, you know, uh, his yeah. or her uh, her royal highness uh, that is around the world. And there's tons of them. If you actually go and I, am, I manage, you know, I'm, uh, I, I always add people. So I added a few of these. And then suddenly you see the networks, you know, this is just appalling you see the network there's rockefellers Rothschilds. all these uh people are in their networks and it's just uh really funny how you know well connected uh, they are to uh, to the elites they're connected to big uh, like uh, actresses and actors around the world to uh, news anchors to well, even um, to federal reserve uh jay uh, gillenall networks.
1: and um uh what's his um sister's name uh she was in batman and everything and uh uh, no, I'm, I'm
0: really not um, good when it comes to Hollywood celebrities. No, not. No, well, I, I, we, we, no, but we but my the, point you, is that, on show to, uh, that their
1: father right. is royalty. Right. right. So Jake Gyllenhaal and his sister, um, God, I can't remember her name. Um, I was just
0: watching a thing in Edward Bernays yesterday that John had sent, and somebody else had sent something in the links, and I watched that as well, and and it showed you know, how Bernays was you know influential and in getting you <laughs> know different celebrities to meet with the president and different you know important people yes. that way the president could seem cool or seem like one of the right. one of the people. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, everything is propaganda, public relations. But, you know, really the whole veneer of civilization is just public opinion. And so that's why they need to, you know, have Google, you know, take everyone's information and help steer mass movements and redirect them yep. their way. That's why they need to, you know, have, you know, operation. What was the thing that Obama repealed where uh, is it the Smith Month Act or something where
1: now oh. domestic
0: propaganda is now uh, legal now in America? Right.
1: Yeah,
0: that's no. And so they, they they were
1: doing this, though, in 1999 about posse comitatus uh so you can see like you know this is all planned out and going on even with what yep. the coast guard has done and turned itself into a branch of military that posse comitatus doesn't apply they were putting out these articles a bunch of journalists who ended up being paid for by the United States um to where they were uh, arguing against posse comitatus do we really need it anymore does it really apply why can't we use the military for uh you know humanitarian purposes even the a lot of the militaries here in the United States now are uh, branding themselves as humanitarian agencies. And it's like, why? Like even the use of the naval ships, the Mercy and the Comfort. Um, on New York you know what, and in uh, in California. There right. COVID, yeah. Those are yeah. two military ships with military personnel on board. Both of those should be civilian owned and controlled agencies or administrations that operate yeah. those. Um, that's why it's white. That's why it has a red cross on it it's it's civilian yeah. um right. even the coast guard that's why the they red have cross white ships
0: is basically at the highest levels i'm obviously not talking about a low level person taking blood but you know at the highest levels i mean they were uh you know always be able to get behind enemy lines and so like the highest levels of intelligence basically are you know red cross and some other yeah like-
1: exactly right yeah and they're protected
2: you know. Yeah, actually, actually, here in Canada they had um, the military going in uh, to where was it now in Quebec, uh, where they sent in uh, you know full force and uh, military to take control of the situation uh, as well instead of you know some somebody that is you know not a military institution that actually but can see, take care, care. Yeah, and, and,
0: and Ross Shield translates to you know Rothschild is you know red, red shield. shield, red yeah, shield, you know, yeah. red cross. I mean I don't know. It's
1: yeah similar. So.
2: Well, they're,
0: uh, they're like a lot
1: of red, but, but how do you get the coast? The, like the coast guard came from the treasury department. It was a revenue cutter Marine that was targeted on tariffs from Royal possessions, Royal crown possessions or kingdoms overseas where we paid for not hundred percent of our government up until the 1930s off of tariffs, not taxes. We didn't have an internal income tax until the uh, started in the 1920s into the 1930s.
0: And almost and- no one even paid it until like the fifties. So they had it, but it, you know,
1: exempted basically everybody. Well, and then even with that, like taxes, why are we taxing the military? Isn't that kind of redundant? And isn't it kind of like, no, they sh- really shouldn't be, you know, to some extent. Yeah. You don't want them taking bribes. Like, you know, I don't know, Hunter Biden or somebody and cutting deals with foreign governments and Intel and whatever, Selling out our own intel officers, as it appears to be. Um, Allegedly. uh, (laughs) Yeah, allegedly, in quotes. Um, I mean, all of this stuff, uh, it's been complained about. But at some point, we're responsible because we are the last arbiter over our government. You know, we are uh, the final say in what goes on. And this whole thing with administrative law. Now that's an allegedly. Yes. (laughs) Again, allegedly or supposedly or right. Historically. But no, it's true. Like, no, like the Coast Guard pulled this before several times and there was pushback. And people said, no, like even after World War Two, because a lot of this happened from 1915 to 1947, uh, Coast Guard was called to carpet by Congress and they had to admit before Congress on the official record that they're not a branch of military. Uh, So they've done it again a couple of times like in 1965 because they did it again, like 20 years later. uh, They passed the Suits and Admiralty Act restoring federal maritime officers and crews right to get into federal court, to have their grievances heard or their complaints as wards under Admiralty. And then they created the Department of Transportation in 67 and moved the Coast Guard in there you don't get a branch of military from the treasury department or the department of transportation, where it came from most recently, it was also in commerce for a while. Um, but under the cover of the launching of the war in Iraq and nine 11, they used that to not only turn themselves into a branch of military, but to create the department of Homeland security, which is, a, a, it's, it's a Stasi center. These f- federal fusion centers are nuts. They, they use military personnel this is the same place where they're carrying on social security proceedings where a branch of military is carrying on uh civilian law enforcement yeah. and not just enforcing law that doesn't exist. They're making new law however they want, because if they and can also surveillance, somebody, yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. Even the number of them. Yeah. Uh, you, they're actually not-
2: trying to do similar things here in Canada. They're trying to, you know, put together uh, entities together here as well and try to do a, uh, well, our form of fusion centers there as well, you know, it's, it's interesting how, uh, you know, I, I study government over the long term and uh, like throughout thousands of years to uh, with uh, money and currency. And it's interesting how governments all over time or uh, empires, whatever you want to call them, just uh, control central controlled entities that has borders. Uh, they always uh, grow and grow and grow. And then, of course, if they can print currency, like, through the last, like, thousand year, well, uh, even since it's the Roman Empire and they can mint currency, uh, you know, they've been able to actually extend that power, you know, drastically. In that, Like, look at, for example, um, uh, Genghis Khan. And John, you for your mic rubbing up
0: against your shirt, so we're hearing some, like, sh- sh-
2: Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. Genghis Khan, for example, he actually, uh, you know, were able to uh, yeah, print a currency called the yuan. So listen to this. So you know, uh, what is the current uh, currency in China called? Well, yuan. The, the yuan. The yuan dynasty was, you know, Genghis Khan's great right. uh, currency, and he used that to, you know, conquer the world. He had problems in the Middle East, by the way, where people just burnt his currency in the streets and wanted gold and silver. Oh, you but mean that's like a, in
1: Afghanistan? A-
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's not interesting. Right. So, uh, you have like the, the the constant, you know, a push throughout history, but like always what happens is that there's a pendulum that swings, you know, you have total, uh, control and tyranny on the one side, and then you have total uh, freedom on the other side where they lose complete control over the populace. But then of course, they try to get back and gain that control back again. It's a constant struggle throughout history Well, time.
1: Yeah. I mean, even talking about watering the tree of Liberty, a lot of that is because we have to be ever vigilant, and at some point, when they find another what, because like even with Tommy Thompson, people fought back with the whole thing with Verachip, and that never went through. But they've tried to move over here and over there, mm-hmm. and you yeah. know, try to find themselves. Or yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, and uh, so they're, now, eighty like, percent yeah. of our laws here in the United States came from Europe. Under military law, 80% of our laws were created under the three Napoleons and Bismarck under martial law,
2: yeah. you know, military
1: rule. Um, and now the Coast Guard is doing it again. And we have a long uh, history and standard in this going back to Rome, you know, and crossing the Rubicon where we don't allow the military to enforce or be involved in civilian lawmaking or adjudication or regulation or whatever in any way shape or form ever but it's going on again also another thing that came
2: to my mind was Mike maloney had a video uh in hidden Seekers of money where he actually stands at the old roman treasury and then he actually just copies and and has like his guy is putting the united states treasury on top of there and they look exactly the same, the two buildings. You well, know that the whole Roman hey, tip of show the Liberty Advisor. Let's face it,
1: APL. The yeah. their flag is the eagle, the gold, the eagle, which is the Roman standard. Yeah. You ever What's see the, APL containers? Hey, it's it's got the, the Liberty. It invasion. looks if like you a got phoenix, into but Bitcoin it's actually early, an eagle, got into crypto early, and, and you're sitting. Out and and whatever, it's very similar to a lot of the birds that were used in Nazi Germany. And <laughs> and, and no, but it has because one of the companies that was um shut down for trading with the enemies it was a bush corporation or company uh homburg america lines spelled america with a k uh, it was incorporated into american president lines by roosevelt roosevelt built apl and then andrew card approved the sale of what was this basically u.s treasury asset to singapore which was nol neptune orient lines which is a holding company like carlisle or cerberus Cerberus, and let me finish with APL, but uh, they basically sold a U.S. Treasury asset to themselves overseas and have now moved it from Singapore into France. Another company called Cerberus, it's the three-headed dog that guards Hades. Uh, Who's going to name their company that? That's the company that bought um, Chrysler back from Daimler-Benz, the Germans. Um, Cerberus bought Albertsons, which is a grocery company. And now we're hearing... Yes. That this federal military contractor and holding company that buys corporations and holds on to them and adds value to them through wars and rumors of war um, to make money. So they're adding value to a corporation through wars and rumors of war. They're a war profiteer. I mean, and they and they bought
0: back Donald Chrysler with the printed money that we gave them from the bailout, that then used to take them outside of America and build Chinese, uh, you know. Well,
1: APL used to name all of its ships after American presidents. Then it started naming APL Philippines, APL Guam, APL China, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's real clear that this American premier flag container ship company one of the biggest in the world at the time, if not the biggest um, at its peak, uh, has been sold off as a U.S. Treasury asset because not only did it get federal and military contracts in in wartime, World War II and every war or or conflict in between uh, then and now, um, but it also got subsidies and more, just like Chrysler did in trying to save it and keep it afloat uh, several times um, by the U.S. taxpayer. And at some point, even if the loans are paid back, it owes the United States something. It basically becomes, by defect or default, a U.S. Treasury asset. And it shouldn't be, and that's why guys like Andrew Card were put in there, who was involved in 9-11 and other stuff as well. Um, the, the, um, uh, Ted Olson, who I mentioned earlier, was involved with 9-11 directly. Um, yeah. He took over the, the trust fund. That was set up for the people that died on the plane that his wife was on and basically ran it like his own bank account (laughs) they did everything to minimize the damages of the people that were to benefit from it and we know that there's a lot of questions to be asked about what really happened um but he and Feinberg and Brzezinski the judge that sat on my case he was also one of the individuals that sat on all these 9-11 cases and minimize the damages of the people there involved, so as to keep as much money it's in not, the it's trust not like fund.
0: Br- is it? Like, like
1: No, Brzezinski? it's not. No, not okay. Okay. No, it's, <laughs> it's Brudzinski. Yeah. But he was. Oh, he was also uh, ruled on a case called Rendon versus TSA, where they find a TSA agent for cursing in a line. It's a total setup case where the you know they're all in on it. Even the the defendant, the the uh, agency, whatever. They fined him $700 per curse word in a public airport. And if you don't think that that's directed for us so that these administrative agencies can impose a $700 fine on us for traveling and saying, this is effing stupid, you know, whatever, and getting pissed off and cursing, uh, you don't know. Even he also ruled on commerce cases involving Iran taking oil pump parts off of the market to affect supply and demand and price of oil on the market, so these guys are as dirty as they come. Yeah, yeah I, was up, uh, I was just
0: looking at Barbara Olson, and uh, she was actually on her way to tape an uh, episode of Bill Maher when the uh, plane in the plane red hit. flag there. Yeah, and then the plane <laughs> hit the Pentagon, which there's actually, you know, or, or right. the Pentagram, depending on how you define yeah. it. But the, do you know the actual pilot of that plane, the guy that usually flew that plane, is a guy that's uh, he's like 80 years old, lives out here in Scottsdale. Well, actually, I met him at Ernie's house. And he, and this guy, you know, is sort of like a, I think he's former Navy, kind of like America right. type guy. And he's yeah. saying the whole thing is BS. There's no way that you, you know, the physics of it that it can. The, that a it a can plane cannot
1: your, get close to the ground like that. Because well, of a uh, ground effects let alone,
0: effect. let alone a, like a jackass well, to no. fly a Cessna the week before, because yeah. he was right. competent at that. So it's like you're going to go from like, okay, you're not qualified to go operate a go kart, and here's a Formula One car when you, when the average person just but, can't go, you know, hop into a Formula One car. You I mean, saw they a- they've what?
1: even had um, pictures of it out more recently to where it's grossly apparent that this is all fascia to where they've you know basically I don't want to say spray painted it on the face of the building. But that building, the, that face of the Pentagon, had recently been reinforced. Uh, the records that were held in the World Trade Center, um, including FBI, CIA, uh, all kinds of racketeering that they were looking into, all of that was destroyed. Uh, Giuliani, another one who's involved deeply with this, and he's supposed to be some kind of savior and whatever, another one knighted by the crown of England.
2: Well, you know, and he supposedly has the- Trump's back. Yeah, we're talking about the pentagram. Uh, You know, uh, what's really interesting is that, uh, of course, you know, I'm in the CCTV camera industry. I'm looking at, you know, the Pentagon's, you know, uh, recording that came out, not even from the Pentagon. They, You know, I've done secret service buildings in Norway where we put cameras everywhere and they don't have any cameras. That are right. looking directly down at that. that that's just they weird. had enclosed yes. weapon
1: systems and missile systems that are yeah. supposed to protect the White House, no, of course, and the you Pentagon. This, yeah,
2: this was just like uh, somebody must have probably shot a
1: low, you know, missile to blow it up. It was, uh, it, was a, course, it was, a, it was, it yeah. was a drone, it was a cruise missile.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah, exactly. And and so even the size of the hole
1: didn't match. <laughs>
2: No, it's, it, it's possible the, that it would. Make where's the rest people of the. the where's
1: the plane? Where's where oh, the. No, 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 the accounting department parts where it hits. Yeah. Come on. I, I mean,
2: But it was interesting, too. There was actually a a video that came out uh, just recently of a lady that actually, uh, I I forgot who was a lady or man that, you know, filming actually as the accident had happened. There's like, you know, little parts here, little parts there. So they really were good at staging it, but they actually got some video that came out, but that got removed as far as I know. I haven't been able to find it. And the
1: people that were picking up parts on the lawn of the Pentagon were Coast Guard personnel yeah oh yeah. really yeah oh, there you yeah. go yeah now yeah The the coast guard has taken administrative law where it was intended for it because it kept trying to put itself under military code under saying it's a branch of military and it's not it's not supposed to be and they keep driving this issue and they've done it at least three or four times they've also taken administrative law behind the scenes and driven it into every agency every administration every three Uh, letter alphabet FBI DEA uh, CIA whatever to where administrative law rules the day and that you can't even not one person involving 9-11 had their day in court not one uh, Mariani Julia or uh, Mary I can't think of her name but she was the last litigant and her own family attacked her Uh, They got everybody and their mother to try to block her. They tried to have her um, declared incompetent, et cetera, et cetera, because they did not want to disclose the truth in discovery of what really happened. Yeah, another thing we
2: were talking about nine eleven. You know, another thing that'd be interesting to you as well is that actually, uh, what I got riff of was a guy that you know was working there. I cleaned all every single uh, CCTV camera there uh, that is, and of course, I was in the secret silver vaults that nobody is supposed to talk about. What the guy that actually works with the silver wall told me is like, "Hey, come on over here. I'm gonna show you the uh, the the massive silver bars. We have a whole stash of them here. That was from the nine, little, like from the World Trade Center. The basement, at the, at yeah. The yeah, they got yeah. they got actually they they, gold taken out and everything, of they everything and put else in Winnipeg at the, at the uh, Royal Canadian Mint. All yeah. all places.
1: <laughs> you know what happened? Um, and this will be a little enlightenment for you, hopefully, but. Um, the, you remember the 1993 bombing of the World Trade Center by the blind sheik? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know no, why that, that was
0: basically you know the FBI, you know, getting you know these this one. I mean, yeah, I, I heard the one guy. I think it was like, oh man, I'm thinking of. But
1: the, you know what that was all about?
0: Uh, I mean, it was like asbestos in the buildings and stuff. No, but... it was
1: planning 9/11 because they needed the plans to do what they did on ni- on 9/11. So by doing the 1993 test bombing. Where they also tested what they needed to do and how much explosive they needed to take down the building, um, they got at the plans because you could not otherwise get at those plans without everybody and their mother knowing. But after the 93 bombing, the plans got out into general circulation, more or less, to where the people that planned 911 got plans for the buildings, and that's what 93 was all about. It was a a, a faux fo- attack. Uh, set up because you could not take down those buildings without the plans those planes did not do that there's no way
2: (laughs) no they're like uh, it was you know it's interesting we're talking about kings and queens uh i uh spoke to sir lord uh, no sorry lord monckton um and he's you know his wife was good friends with uh, princess diana and so on and he said that, you know, this is totally clear, John, you should never talk about that because, you know, he's all into these global warming conspiracies. But as soon as I talked yeah. about nine eleven, you know, it's a whole different deal. He's totally like, no, no, it just felt like, uh, have you not studied uh, engineering, John? He said, uh, <laughs> he told me when I asked him, but well, it actually was me, and Griffin, and a couple others that sat around the table and asked him, you know, that that very, well, we were talking about it. And then, of course, he jumped in and said, like, we we're all uh, stupid for believing in that yeah would you know, which, I mean,
0: has he ever you know read anything by you know richard gage or watch any of his documentaries i mean i know john and i you know <laughs> oh, richard,
2: richard gage spoke together with him at several of these events so yeah no he's definitely aware of richard gage and let's yet.
0: get richard gage on you know uh sometime soon too yeah. i've got yeah i've got
1: his info yeah
0: but, well yeah i mean if we definitely want to get our channel taken down we can have him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if not after today
0: yeah it's not yeah it's a, oh, actually we're taken down now no I shouldn't even joke about it yeah that, but yeah it's probably probably gonna happen
1: well anything, anything you can do to have me on as often and as much as possible I would appreciate because I need to keep my head above water and I really could use some help because um they've done a number on me they posted even though they seized medical records falsified medical records did all this other nasty stuff put a bolo out on me and more they took that final order by Brzezinski and posted it on the internet um basically you know uh defaming you or... yeah exactly and putting out all of this medical information all, although it's not true they they use like um there's something called the uh, minnesota multiphasic personality index the MMPI, and in it they have a slew of questions and at the very end they have like an instruction sheet and it tells you how to interpret but it's only supposed to be interpreted by you know psychiatrists and people that are trained on it and whatever so the coast guard felt that they are you know even though they didn't have a psychiatrist or psychologist or anyone else um they and they can't read black letter you know law or or words um because it says right on the top a who's supposed to be able to uh uh, interview or administer or even um uh uh, trying to get a proper term for um you know review the um, test, quote unquote, but in there, it has a bunch of flag questions that if you answer them in a certain way, like it has um, evil spirits possess me at times, and then you either answer it true or false. I answered it false, but the Coast Guard took the last page and used it as if it were my answers because they can't read and said that and presented it to themselves in their own court that I said that evil spirits possess me at times.
0: Yeah. So where, where can people go to, uh, you dropped a ton of great information today. We'd love to have you back on, you know, as you know, cause this, these are really important subjects and, you know, everything going on with the election or the selection, you know, just, you know, pals in comparison to how our, you know, our other freedoms have been taken, but, you know, where can people go to support you to support the cause? Cause obviously, you know, the, the power structure, the powers of well, people that's, have gone after you quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And I'm kind of, uh, pretty well sequestered, but, um, getting in contact with your show or Ernie's or other ones that are out there and helping me kind of keep my head above water and staying out there and kind of because the whole unitary executive thing is crazy on its own. Administrative law is crazy because it, and it's, I, I I've, witnessed it myself. The, I got no discovery. I could not defend myself. I was not allowed to speak for myself. Uh, when I had counsel, they tried to force me under counsel when I didn't have counsel, they said that anything I said or any questions I had or uh, uh, objections or whatever didn't count as testimony, um, even though I'm representing myself. they uh, I had counsel. They actually stripped me of counsel. Uh, counsel was forced upon me by the pre-existing defendants from federal court. It was part of the whole you know, scams and issues and stuff that was going on. Um, the Coast Guard carried on a summary judgment. Which in in the whole point of these judges, they were called hearing officers and they Congress met and convened because there was problems with them and they changed their name from hearing officer because they're a police officer. They're a police commissioner uh, to administrative law judge so that people would think that they were real judges and they're not just like if you go in uh, to uh, the DMV and you go before a commissioner, that's a police commissioner, I hate to tell you. Um, if you don't raise your hand and swear in with everybody else like cattle, and you tell the court that you didn't swear in, and that you want to get to an Article Three judge, they will get you before one, but you have to wait. It takes time. And you will fare much better, but it's the police, the Article Two law enforcement, who have been running our court systems for some time now. And that is just, that's crazy. That's, it, this goes back before 9-11, but it's really ramped up after and since and because of nine eleven, but with that said um i've got an email i guess i will do you think i should give out my email
0: i mean if you if you feel comfortable giving out your email i mean uh i'm sure you have enough fusion center people that already know your info if they really wanted to get it uh so yeah the yeah. only
1: thing though is i'd rather to some extent have them go through you and or you know ernie or whoever because you guys can get a hold of me and if anybody's heard or and i'm i'm out there i mean if anybody googles my name they'll get a lot of these um and and there are some other articles and uh, there was a, a association in uh, the south called the national mariners association it was for lower level mariners you know tugboats and in, in, inner water and uh river uh great lakes and more and they put out a lot of the information about what's really gone on in my proceedings and even challenging the concept that the coast guard is saying it go to their website it's www.uscg.mil that dot mil extension is is uh for branches of the military and they've they've pushed this and that's how dangerous administrative law is and i'll repeat that because now a, a federal civil service agency can redefine itself and they can use the coast guard's precedence for doing this from a civil service agency into a branch of military but um, yeah, no, I would really appreciate it because I've been beat up like you would not believe, and I'm I'm still alive, still out there, still well, trying it's, it's to get the. It's a total, out.
2: it's a totally surreal story, that's for sure. Where you know nobody has any clue how crazy you know they've set themselves up and are in control of this stuff.
1: Yes, and that's where like what they've done with me is is far worse than Richard Jewell, and and, and I believe even though General Flynn's position as national security, uh, uh, what was it, uh,
2: not council,
1: but yeah, advisor, NSA advisor or whatever, um, is unbelievable. It's like going after the president, which is what they've done. They've already done that too. They've gone after the president with this whole Russian hoax, you know, impeachment proceedings, but they're going after us. This isn't, this isn't just about but Trump and, and Trump haters or whatever. This isn't about Flynn and those who hated him. They are trying to take down the United States from within, completely crash the republic. Just like, remember, the USSR was the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. And they may have looked at things differently, but they did look at the ancients. They did try to create something, and although they may have failed, and, you know, I guess history is the final arbiter over that. Um, but the same thing was done there, and think about what happened. That was when, just like nine eleven. 9-11, Which is one of those uh, markers that they use? The wall coming down in Berlin, with Russia and uh, you know, uh, uh, Russia or uh, Reagan saying, you know, Mr. Gorbachev, uh, tear down this wall. When events like that look where Gorbachev is right now, he's in the UN. Who Gorbachev? Yeah, Gorbachev is uh, you
2: know well uh, well up in the UN right now. Oh yeah.
1: Well, that's and and look at where we're at today, and you know, and Reagan and more. They don't care if they use communism or socialism or even extreme capitalism or whatever. Their intent is to take down free countries. Uh, We are a democratic republic. That's what I was going to say earlier. Was um, after Washington and Adams served, the next four presidents were all members of the Democratic Republican Party. The British Crown knew that a house divided against itself could not stand. So they've actually set the democratic party against the Republican party. Remember Reagan was a Democrat before he became a Republican. Dana Rohrabacher out here in California was a libertarian before he became a Republican. So, so was
0: Trump. Trump was also a, <laughs> was also a yeah. Democrat too.
1: Right. And so I, don't- I'd
0: say most Republicans today are Democrat uh, Republicans today. I mean, I don't really know, uh, you know, too much of a difference between you know the the two parties. One wants to run you off a cliff at 100 miles an hour. One wants to run you off at 120. So in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just... <laughs> yeah. But anyways, thank you for for being with us today. I mean, it's definitely one of the uh, cases where you know if they. You know, could hit one of us; it could hit all of us. Where we get yes. hang together, or hang separate, and, and that's exactly. Like, kick yeah. guys like Alex Jones off the air, even though I'd stopped listening to him by then. It was, you know, just uh, I knew that if they could do it to him, they could, you know, come for 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 us. If, oh, if, they if, could if, come. If we we said them. we said
2: it back then, yeah, and sure they did. Yeah, well, and
1: because and and for me too, it's not just the issues, like or or it's not just me. You know, it is to an extent. Um, I, I do need help. I'm putting it out there. I'm asking for it. But with that said, the issues are even more important, martial law. They've moved military law out of the Department of Defense into Homeland Security. Uh, they're using Coast Guard military personnel that aren't supposed to be military uh, to prosecute American civilians. And, and the only people that have done that in the past are the British. I mean, the way they attacked our, our maritime officers and they, they held them in barges in the bay or in the harbor in New York You know, in our, in our Revolutionary War. They let him die in, in, uh, from uh, uh, disease and famine and, you know, hunger. Um, they did not care because they see us as lesser than um, not only the royals, but their servants, because their servants, you know, the subjects, there
2: lords and yeah, barons. Well, no, and but even lower down, servants, down the food chain, yeah.
1: they get their benefits from, <laughs> you know, whatever the uh, scraps are thrown from from knowing somebody, not knowing something. And there's a big difference on that. So thanks for having me on. No, yeah, thank it.
0: you so much I mean you just dropped yeah tons my pleasure knowledge I wish that this was something that I knew more of it's just you know you, you mentioned there's a difference between knowing the law and practicing the law and knowing the law is complicated practicing the law yeah. and, and knowing it is even more complicated but thank you so much thank you for everyone that's been hanging with us thank you for everyone that liked, subscribed you can go find all my stuff at the libertyadvisor.com for all the business purposes the Liberty Advisor show for all the media stuff and you can find John at the economic org for all of his economic analysis you can hire him on to be a consultant all sorts of other goodies but thank you guys so much for hanging and thank you for our live audience if you guys want to catch these live we are live still on youtube until they kick us off and also on float.app and uh sometimes on facebook but today it wasn't working but anyways thank you so much for our uh for our live audiences and talk to you guys later